Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Strange Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during, and after their time on the programme. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork. I am absolutely delighted to say that I've been joined by none other than Alison Bettles, who played Faye Lucas. Alison, welcome to Sausage on a Fork. Hello. (laughs) Great to talk to you. It really, really is. What we'll do, Alison... We'll start it the way we start all the interviews on Sausage on a Fork and we'll go right back to before Grange Hill. And if you can let us know how you got into acting. Okay, so um, my brother, um, Dean, um, my my second older brother, um, he, uh, no, actually my first older brother, (laughs) he... um, he did uh, well we both did Oliver um at school at our primary school oh, right okay. so he played Oliver and I was just one of the kids in in the um in the in the group um and um somebody came in and saw him and said look you know why don't you join an agency you'll be uh-huh. great um in in Oliver and, and as an actor so um and they said join Sylvia Young so um my mum sort of looked into it and just bizarrely went to see Sylvia Young and she said that, yeah, she'd take Dean on. Um, And then Dean did go for Oliver and he got Oliver and he he got into the um, Oliver Twist at um, Drury Lane. Um, That was with Roy Hudd. Uh Um, And then I was just, he was just one of the gang. He never really wanted to be that serious. I think he was offered um, to play Dodger Right. But he just said he wanted to stay in the gang, really. Uh-huh. Um, it, you know, we're just a, a real normal family, just comprehensive school. So it was all a little bit, um, just a bit weird, really. That next thing he's doing that. And then then my mum used to just have to travel up every day right. um, to to take him. And then I used to go with him because um, otherwise I'd have been indoors um, on my own. Uh-huh um because my dad would have been at work or I don't know yeah just I don't know why I I was taken really um and then Sylvie was there Sylvia Young was there um one time and she said look why don't you come along as well and join the agency so so I just did I, I joined the agency as well um and then um I was about eight when when that happened and I just started going for a few auditions commercials really uh-huh. and I just started to get um, various commercials. Um, my first commercial that I ever did was uh, Portland Holidays right. with Huey Green. <laughs> right, um, okay. Yeah, with Huey Green. Um, and I had to go abroad. So I oh, went right. to Spain to do that. Wow. And that would have been the first time that I would have ever been abroad. Wow, right. Um, and, um, and then they said my mum couldn't come because it's got to be a chaperone. Right. So I was like, oh, I can't do it then because I need my <laughs> mum to come. Yeah. And then I just said, that's it. I'm not doing it then. Right. And the director rang and said, like, why are you not doing it? And I said, because they're not going to let my mum come. And they said, of course your mum can come. So <laughs> my mum come and chaperoned me and I did the commercial. Um, and that's where it started, really. And then I just went on and did lots of commercials, really. Um. You know, I did uh, a trick stick commercial with yeah. um, Paul Daniels. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that was a, a really cool little thing, actually. I mean, God, that was a long, long <laughs> time ago. 
most people would never have never know what a trick stick is. Did, did you know what a trick stick uh, is? Um, <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I've I've seen a still of you in that advert. Um, oh really? But I've never seen the I've never seen the advert. Yeah, it's a shame I didn't keep it really. Yeah. I mean, I kept nothing. I've got nothing. It, no memorabilia. It was that, um, it was, wasn't it like that yellow stick with the and yeah, yeah and and a bit of string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I did tricks with it. Yeah. yeah. So that was that. Um, and then I did a gas commercial. So all I can remember about it with um, David Jason. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never, never seen that. I did um, a monkey's tea party, a Green Cross Code <laughs> yeah, commercial. That's it. Uh, with that's, Bob that, Cowdies, I think that, his name is. That's it. Uh, yeah, Bob Cowdies. That's that's on YouTube. Yeah, that's you know, that's it. Still does the rounds on YouTube. That one. Well, ironically, the kids <laughs> sent it to me the other day because right. um, I haven't seen any of this stuff. And oh my god, it—I mean, it was like I was on helium. <laughs> I can't my voice. It was so squeaky, so squeaky. But it was brilliant to see, and um, yeah, it was lovely to see. And looking at my hair, my hair was like long and blonde, and and just looks like my daughter now. Right. So. Um, yeah, it was lovely to see. Um, yeah, and just various commercials, really. And I remember doing the cheese one. But, of course, when you go for the auditions, you just tell them you like it all. And I yeah. hate cheese. <laughs> right. So I remember um, <clears throat> on action, I'd eat the cheese and then they'd have the bucket there and I'd spit the cheese out. <laughs> that's so, so that's, you know, one of my memories, really. Really? Um, yeah, just, you know, various commercials, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask if you got to work with anyone, but you've named, like, you know, <laughs> some, some quite, you know, top-end entertainers there that you got to work with there, didn't you? So, yeah. Uh, that's excellent. So then so you got a lot of commercials. There was no sort of other television roles before Grange Hill then, like... No, it was all commercials. Um, <laughs> I did modelling as well. I did lots of modelling for right. different magazines. Um, and I did um, Clark's modelling as well, oh, which, right. um, yeah, I modelled... I know their shoes predominantly, but I used to model all their clothes. Right. Um, so I would be, yeah, going all around different places. Um, I remember I went to um, a train station, a, a fa- um, not not like a big Bluebell, the Bluebell Railway. Uh, that right. stands out um, and did modeling them. And I actually did that with my brother, Dean, uh-huh. which was, you know, quite bizarre. Um, and I remember we had to look at each other serious. Right. And we couldn't. <laughs> Every time we looked at each other, we just burst out laughing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was that was really good fun. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't do any other telly stuff right. um, until Grange Hill, really. Right. And so you mentioned there about your mum going to Spain with with you. Is that is that how she became a chaperone then? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, she started chaperoning me. Right. Um, and then I don't really know how she ended up chaperoning Grain Jill, but she right. ended up, yeah, yeah, being you know the head chaperone really. And yeah. then she went on and chaperoned on other stuff. She chaperoned on yeah. Harry Potter. All right. Um, but yeah, she she was um, a good old girl, as I'm yeah. sure. Like I know a few of the few of the people have mentioned. Well, that's it. I mean, like you know, obviously we'll get on to you in a minute, but we need to talk about your mum because everyone has said yeah. just how, how tremendous she was. You know, even like, you know, people who people who were there a long time after you, you'd been on the programme as well. I've just mentioned how, how, how much they loved her and that. Like, 
the only one, <laughs> and I've got to say this, Kevin Bishop uh, was on the other week, and he said the chaperones didn't like him. He didn't. He didn't like them. But he said. <laughs> But he said he was a really, really naughty lad. And, really? And he actually was asked to leave Grangehill in his second year. Aye. So he says, you know, he's got, got no qualms with it. <laughs> with, <laughs> with it. Like, but everyone's just said that, like, they loved you. Do you know what I mean? They, they all said how, how much they loved her, like, so weird. Uh... Yeah, she, she was brilliant. I mean, she really looked out for the kids. It, yeah. it was just about the kids. And, of course... With Lisa um, losing her mum really, yeah. you know, young, my mum was like a mum to Lisa, and, right. and you know, many of the cast would say she was like a mum to them as well. She uh -huh. she just really was all about the kids, and uh, as long as they was looked after, the um, the rest come second, really. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Okay, then, so we'll talk about your time on, on Grange Hill now. Then, so how did how did that come about? Um, well, I just got an audition really um I got a call to say that there was a, an audition for Grange Hill uh -huh. um and I just went for it um and then I think there was about three or four auditions and I just kept getting through and kept getting yeah. whittled down um and um yeah then I just got it brilliant so were you I, were you a fan of it before you went on had you been um, watching it like no, I, I might have watched it um I might have watched it from time to time but you know, I, I wasn't really a great telly person and I'm right. probably still not now. Right. Um, so, like, if anyone mentions any famous people, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I ain't got a clue because I'm not really that much of a telly person. So. Right. Okay. You were uh, introduced Series 5 back in, well, you would have been filming in 81, uh, which, you know, I'm sure we can work out how long ago that was. And you were introduced as like a new sort of cohort, weren't you? You were a new new year group, probably one of Grainsill's most famous year groups, to be fair, with you know the likes of Zamo and Jonah and obviously Faye, Annette, uh, Roland. What was it like joining the program? Oh, and you know what what were the people like uh, when you when you joined the program? Um, what as in the the as in the cast? cast yeah, yeah, cat, you know. Yeah, they was all lovely. I mean, every you know, it it was yeah, they was all absolutely lovely. Um, I think where we were so young. I mean, I was I don't know if I was ten. I think I was ten, just going on eleven. Right. Um. When when we, when I got the part. Um. So I you know I was just a normal school girl. I went to a comprehensive school. I didn't go to a stage school. Right. Um. So um. I just you know just went in and was just myself. Um. Very young, and they was all really lovely. Brilliant, brilliant. And did that did that stay? Did you stay at the comprehensive? Um, yeah, well? I did. Right. Well, I say I did. I was there for what <laughs> time I was there. Right. I was never really at school much because, um, as I said, I was in Brain Jill for I think six years. Yeah. So really, yeah. um, it was right the way through my childhood. Brilliant. So I didn't go to school that much. <laughs> right. Hence, um, haven't got that great of an education. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so who were you closest to like you were your best friends on, on the program well so i went in the first lot that that went in it was was me um nadia uh -huh. um lee and lee yeah um so um so nadia became you know you know i was very close with nadia uh -huh. um and we'd go and stay in wales because she lived at in wales at the time yeah. Um, and I'd go and stay in Wales um, with with Nadia. We were really close, actually. Well, uh -huh. you know, at that age where, where you're growing up together, you kind of lose the continuity with your friends at school and they right. become your new school friends. Uh -huh. um, although it was not not real school, but it was <laughs> it was like 
that you know they yeah. were like my my school friends um so yeah I was really close with Nadia um got on really well with Lee and Lee um Jonah um so Lee Sparks um uh-huh. he used to have lots of like parties around his house so right. we'd all go around there he had a swimming pool at the time so we'd all <laughs> go around and have swimming pool parties Brilliant. um so yeah I used to stay over at Lee's a lot and you know really fond of um Lee's family his mum Linda was lovely uh-huh. so yeah we, we were all we was all really quite close Brilliant. um and then Lisa came in after with um Julianne as well um, and then it was sort of all of us, really. Um, I suppose me and Lisa ended up with, you know, a real special bond because we saw each other all the time uh-huh. and Lisa stayed at mine all the time. I stayed uh-huh. over at hers. So, you know, I got I love Alan, Lisa's dad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, you know, we literally grew up together. And Brilliant. my mum was almost like a, a bit of a surrogate mum to yeah. Lisa. Oh, cool. In in your first year, your first series of Grange Hill, Faye was introduced as, as being like sort of quite sporty. A lot of her storylines centred around, you know, the, the PE lessons and being picked for, for teams and stuff. Were you anything like that? I was actually, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I played all the sports. Um, I didn't play hockey. We didn't have that at our school. <laughs> right. um, but I played netball. I still play netball now. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's I've, I've played ever since, you know, school. And then right away, I'm still playing. Uh-huh. Um, I was competing in, in gymnastics for my school as well. So right. I was, um, yeah, going off to the competition. So the actual... Um, gymnastics um routine that I did um on on Grange Hill was yeah. my actual routine that I oh, did right, um, okay. at school so um yeah I used to um I did I did win my um my little uh, competition at school for Brilliant. that routine oh excellent so yeah I was I was really I loved it you know somersaults and backflips and all yeah. sorts cool cool um was there anyone that you um uh, really enjoyed working with on the floor. you know if you if you knew you had a scene coming up with someone was there anyone that like that you really look forward to working with uh well it was just the kids really right. <laughs> just all us kids together I mean yeah. um yeah I mean it, it was it wasn't really like working it was it 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 was just um just us messing around the whole time yeah. so yeah always Lisa um Nadia Lee you know it was it was always um it was just everything was good fun, and obviously um, we were silly, giggly, giggly girls as well. So yeah. we'd come down the stairs and have to be all serious, and there we were just laughing again. <laughs> so we did get quite a few um, stern words about giggling, <laughs> right, and okay. I think even now, when I look back at some of the scenes, you can see the grins on our faces. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, brilliant! Because in, in the first series as well was one of, I mean, everyone who, you know, Grangeville fans say this is probably one of the single best episodes was the Chessington trip. What, I mean, what was it like film, filming that? Like, cause I mean. That was, that was, I mean, a real, real fond memory. I think that was one of the, the first, that was, we shot that first. So right. that was one of our first um, episodes. Uh-huh. I don't know if it came out first, but. Um, no, no, it didn't. It, certainly, it was our first one that we all filmed. Yeah. Um, and it was just brilliant. The sun was shining. So we'd take our blazers off and we'd be just running around the zoo um, we're supposed to be doing our three hours of tutoring a day and we was 
out the window running around <laughs> the zoo. <laughs> but um, it was all very harm, harmless stuff. But yeah, it, yeah it, it was really, really good fond memories. Just very vivid um, of us just running around the zoo, really, in yeah. a, when we should supposed to have been doing that tutoring uh, brilliant I, I think that I, I wanted to ask you about was this was a recurring thing with Faye for quite a few years was that Faye had a Tottenham Hotspur bag and I'm just wondering was that your choice to have that bag no I do you know what I mean I didn't really support any team I don't right. know why I ended up and I remember <laughs> that clearly now you mentioned it um I wouldn't have remembered it actually unless you said that right, and now okay. <laughs> I can remember it hooked over my arm um no i my brothers all supported Man United, so right. I guess growing up, I was definitely a Man United fan, but um, but that wouldn't have even entered my mind that I had a Tottenham bag, right, to be okay. honest. <laughs> but yeah, that's very bizarre. No, I don't support Tottenham. I never supported Tottenham, and I don't know why I have a Tottenham right, bag. Okay. All right, okay. All right, because it was there. It wasn't like it was like a couple of episodes. It was like, you know, every year there was a... Yeah, yeah that's this, really weird that you should say that. Because, um, I wouldn't have remembered that. Right. Okay. So that was your your first series there, and then we move on to the the next one. And you got you know obviously the first series is sort of establishing your character and stuff, and then there was a a little bit more you know few more storylines, especially with Annette being jealous of um, how good Faye was at, at various things, and then when she had other friends and stuff like that. But one thing that I wanted to ask you about, uh, Faye didn't have to go on the St. Albans trip. She could go to the hockey trials instead. Now, was there another reason why you didn't go to St. Albans? No. Um, I've, uh, like, <laughs> a long, long time ago, <laughs> memories just trying to... No, I, I think that was just how the script was written. Right. I didn't get okay. to go to St. Albans, and um, I was practising my hockey. I do right. remember always being a bit... Um, envious that Nadia had all the best scenes because she got to do all the really cool stuff yeah um I know she was throwing eggs at someone in in I remember that yeah egg throwing at someone and I used to think that is such a good thing to do why am I like playing hockey why can't I throw some eggs yeah but no Nadia did have some really good storylines and mine all seemed a little bit boring no I mean that that, the thing with Faye and Annette would although they were mates they were two very different characters weren't they you know yeah and I suppose Nadia Annette was was the naughty one yeah and I think I was quite the the good girl but it's really weird because when I'm out and about people always say to me you're that naughty one but I wasn't the (laughs) naughty one so um yeah no I was the good one just like playing hockey and doing gymnastics and yeah being good really I'd never have been rude to the teachers where Annette would sort of answer the teachers back yeah yeah, I mean that there was a there's a few things like you know that show Faye was like that you know the thing where she was worried about about Diane losing weight and worried about Annette when Annette was turning up you know with bruises and and all that like so I think that was that shows how different Annette and Faye were because when someone had a problem Annette would laugh about it wouldn't she you know or she'd skip them a little bit about it or or make fun yeah, of them. Yeah, she, she was definitely the naughty one, and um, I was definitely the more um, sensi- sensi- yeah. sensitive and sensible one. Yeah, cool. So then in that series, again, there was another one where you did get to go out. You couldn't go to St. Albans, but you got to go on the Outward Bound course. Yeah, uh, that was you... another fantastic time. Yeah, so where, yeah. where, where was yeah. that filmed? 
that was in Ilkley in Yorkshire. All right. Okay. Um, so there was quite a, a quite a crowd of us that went there. Um, and just to do all the out or bound stuff alone was brilliant. Like the huge zip wires. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, rock climbing. Um, we had um, some scenes where we had to do potholing as well. Um, and I was really ill after potholing. Um oh, and I'd never do it again. And I think it's made me claustrophobic right, from okay. that. I mean, it was it was quite horrific. It was so low down to the ground. It was dark, wet, and we had a light on our on our head. Um, and I had I was so ill that night. Right. Um, I had a temperature. Where, I mean, I don't suppose you can get a temperature from potholing, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It was it was really terrifying, and I felt really rough after it. Right. Um, so much so, obviously, my mum was the chaperone, yeah. um, and then I had to go and sleep in the room with the chaperones because I wasn't well. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, so um, yeah. Right. Okay. Because I know that that would have been filmed early on as well, wouldn't it? The outward bound course that would have been filmed at the. the yeah, stars. that was quite new. That was that was quite an early one. I mean, we 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 got up to some great stuff um, in in the dress, not in the dressing rooms, in the because um, <laughs> it was the girls' dorms and the boys' dorms. Right. Well, just just the usual stuff, really. The girls yeah. running in the boys, the boys running in the girls, um, and then in come the chaperone shouting at us all, telling us where we are. And of course, because it was my mum, I used yeah. to get the most. Yeah. I got shouted at all the time when I was just joining in with the others. Yeah, um, yeah, like lots of jumping on the bed, jumping off the bunks. I think um, <laughs> there was one time when the boys was messing about with Julianne and accidentally put a cushion over her and she fainted over her head and she fainted yeah um so yeah there was there was a lot i think lee got into trouble for that jonah yeah um <laughs> but yeah it was just lots of mess kid stuff really yeah just lots and lots of mess I was, about i was going to ask you that about, about what you just said there about your mom did you get more tellings off Oh, yeah, I got got told off every single time. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to join in with them, but straight away I'd I'd be the one that was told off. Well, I mean, it's definitely a mum thing because my mum was a dinner lady in our school. And, again, I always, me and my sister always say, that she was well worse to us than all the others. Like, definitely. Um, <laughs> I mean, some parents would have been nice to their their kids, wouldn't they? You know, and like, no, it's not my daughter. She wouldn't do that, but not my mum. She was like straight on me, said it how it was, and then that was it. I was pulled out. Brilliant. Okay, so that was that was your your second series. So then series seven. 1980, where you're moving a little bit further on, and you mentioned your gymnastics routine. You said there about it being your own routine, but there was also yeah. in that in that series. Oh, I mean, the first thing, the first devastating thing that happened in that series was Jonah left, which to me was, you know, was the the worst thing ever because he was my favourite character ever. Jonah, yeah, we all the... loved, we all loved Lee. He should never have left, but. Do you know what? It was a case of um, Lee was naughty and upfront and didn't hide anything, um, <laughs> and I was did. <laughs> right, okay, okay. So then Jeremy yeah. was brought in for I think he ended up being the second pupil to to die while whilst in Grange Hill, and although it wasn't Faye's fault, well, it was Faye's bangle. He he thrown in the pool to go in and get after Lake. So, I mean. There's some blood curdling screams in that scene. It has to be said. Like, was was it easy for you to scream? <laughs> um, do you know what? I I 
I remember as you know, it's really weird because I didn't actually know that or didn't remember. I'm sure I knew at the time. <laughs> right. I didn't actually know that Jeremy went in the pool to get my bracelet. Right. So I didn't really know it was my fault. So I'm <laughs> most upset now. <laughs> um, because it's all I remember as, as a bunch of girls being together and wearing a swimming costume. You uh-huh. was just so like worried about standing in a swimming costume we was all just sort of standing like trying to like not be seen (laughs) yeah um so I didn't really remember much about the actual scene and me throwing the bracelet or my bracelet going in there I just remember we was all conscious yeah standing there in our swimming costume (laughs) it's It's really bizarre that I did not know that it was my bracelet (laughs) right okay so that, that was it. There was quite a few sp- sorts of sport things involved again. They because was that was the same year we've had the gymnastics trials, and when Faye got into the team, the girls had sort of been you know making fun and saying that she she fancied one of the teachers and stuff. Um, and again, you know, we always say about Grange Hill being groundbreaking. That's quite for a kids' program for to yeah. show that kids can be that horrible. And, and you know, just yeah. make something up just through through sheer jealousy. And then you know, we, we met, I mentioned already about um, she found out that Annette's mum had been hitting it, and again, a ground, you know, in a kids' program again, an amazing thing to to show. But that was when Faye went and told the teachers again about Annette, and Annette, Annette didn't like that, did she? And Annette, even though, and even though Annette's mum had confessed to doing it, I just think for a kids' program to be showing that that does go on was you know it was yeah it was I think marvel, you know, it, it some, some great stuff um and um I didn't really remember back in the day that 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 I mean my school was never really as it didn't never seem as bad as that uh-huh. um it was you know it was stuff that was definitely going on and um maybe I, I wasn't aware of it but I can certainly see it now with my you know my own children um, and my friends' children, particularly with girls, it seems horrendous. I mean, yeah. it's, it's. I just think if only the girls knew what they were doing and what harm that they yeah. were doing to the the people that they, you know, they were bullying or hurting. Yeah. If only they knew what 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 they're doing to to the to the other. Yeah, because I mean, that is shown the fact that Faye doesn't react in any sort of way when she's told that she's made the team. Because she doesn't want the others to start having a go, or you fancy her, uh, and all that. And every time, she, every time she's near it, Miss Gordon, the, the, the others are all talking about it. And you know, and that's supposed to be Faye's friends, <laughs> and I yeah, think that, that that's yeah. the other thing as well about that. So then the orienteering weekend was also in that. There was another one where you, you had the outward bound course, but then there was a weekend away where they went did the orienteering and Faye and the net. Uh, you know, obviously made up and, and, and teamed up by that. Can, can you remember where that one was filmed? I can't really. I can't. No. Right. No, I, I'm useless. I'm I, sh- I can't remember. I'm sure there's someone. It was quite a long time ago, <laughs> weren't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure someone listening will be able to tell us where that one was. And then at the end of that series, you were in one of Grange Hill's most famous scenes. Because it was the school disco, and it's all about Stupot and Claire getting back together, but dancing to True, and it yeah. is one. Of, it is one of Grange Hill's most famous scenes. And Gary Hales, who was on a few weeks back, was saying he really liked that scene because it was the first time 
the end credits had been different. It was almost, he said it was almost like a dad's army you have been watching type scene because everyone's dancing with someone yeah. and, it, and it goes up and shows. But I don't think we get to see who Faye was dancing with at that one. She's just dancing with, and she just sort of turns around because I think it was Julie is behind there. So they just look at each other and smile like, well, Faye was dancing with some lad. I can't remember <laughs> either because I know that I had a spell dancing with um, a, a French kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I can't remember what that was. And then there was um, Doug Chamberlain as well. I can't remember. Yeah, that was character. actually... I know that was- that was actually in the series after. Was it? All oh, right. Yeah. yeah so, I can't remember who I was dancing with in um in that scene. Yeah, so, I remember the little cheeky look that me and Lisa done. Yeah. <laughs> so as I say, it's it's probably one of Grangel's most famous just single scenes, along with you know finding Zamo in in the toilets and stuff. It it it's it's probably up there with for for scenes like. So then the next series was uh, series eight. I think it was your fourth series by then, and it was all about the merger with. Brookdale and, and and Rodney Bennett. So there was a lot more people were were introduced. You know, the likes of Tim Polly came along and, and Melissa Wilkes was in it a lot more then. And then you've just mentioned there Julian Doug Chamberlain. But poor old Julian. I mean, Faye led him a merry dance there, didn't she? Yeah. For the interview, I, I I do read up and I watch a few clips as well. And I just thought, oh, that, that poor lad. She, you know. She she's all she's all for him at one point, and then all of a sudden, the, <laughs> the French kids turn up, and he's he's like he's kicked to the curb straight away, isn't he? Like, <laughs> but yeah, because you've mentioned there, there was Jean Paul was the French lad, um, you know. Oh right, Jean Paul, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew there was a French kid, but I couldn't remember his name. What was it like for you at that time, being given those sorts of roles, those those sorts of scenes where you're acting all lovey dovey with, with with the lads? Um, I, I just would have probably been embarrassed. Like, I think that's probably why me and Lisa used to just look at each other and giggle. Yeah. Um, and, and I can remember, actually, the, the dancing scene when we was dancing um, to, to the Smoochie song. I can just remember how we all felt like where we was, you know, just dancing and knowing that we was being filmed and smooching. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was um, it was just we were quite giggly girls really over Great. it. Cool. Okay. And then the major thing that happened in that series was the musical of Brighton Rock and Faye was given a major part in that. What was it like doing that? Filming those It was really good fun. It's it's really it's really funny because I spoke to Lisa um and Lisa remembers everything and she told me about that. (laughs) And I was like, Oh yeah, God, I forgot that. And I did, I totally forgot it. Um, and and then looking back, it was great because we all dressed up in in our mods and rockers, uh-huh. um, and then we had to sing and dance. It, it was really good, and I you know I always quite enjoyed. Me and Nadia we were always singing, uh-huh. um, and I enjoy singing anyway. So um, no, it was it was really good to to do something a little bit different. Right, yeah, because I've watched it the other day, and there is an awful lot of singing, isn't there? in that uh, I mean you'd expect that with the musical but you get to sing quite a bit in that one like all right so that comes to series nine 1986 now I normally say to people you know what was your favorite episodes or storylines or or most important ones and 1986 and Grangeel fans the first thing they think of is just say no but that was when Faye Faye had a massive storyline that year when she had a relationship 
with a teacher. And again, you know, we I've said it, I've said it already. Another groundbreaking storyline for a kids' TV program. What was it like when they said when when you found out? How were you feeling when you found out that this is what you were gonna you were gonna get? Um, it's it's quite exciting, really, to have a, a good um, a good storyline, and as you say, a real groundbreaking storyline. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite exciting to to play something you know a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, again, like you say, it was groundbreaking. It it didn't really happen, although I'm sure it does. Um, but it just wasn't really spoke about, or it wasn't really yeah. highlighted. So the fact that you know that that highlighted that. Um, and I used to wherever I went, I used to get um, Faye wears your hockey stick, um, and then it moved to Faye um, like where's Mister King? Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, no, it was, it was, it was nice to play. And, um, I can't remember his name because I'm so rubbish at names, but David. Mr. King, what was it? David, <laughs> David, <laughs> David Strong was his real name. David Strong, yes, yes, yes. There you say it. Um, he was really lovely as well. So yeah, yeah made it really easy to be able to play the part. I, go, I watched a couple of clips this week and at first it's nothing, you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't seem like anything, but then it just... It, it progresses throughout the series without anything really happening. I mean, you, you don't see anything gratuitous happening, really. No, I, I mean, yeah, I, I probably need to watch it all again because yeah. I'll probably I mean, see it very differently. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's bits where, you know, they're holding hands and fake calls him by his first name and stuff like that. So, you know, it's gone that little bit further. But you yeah. never, you, and she, you know, she says about how much she loves him and and all that. But you never actually see, which I think is quite clever. You never actually see anything, you know, yeah. really bad happening. I'm not saying it wasn't bad. What what yeah. did happen? But any uh, like nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah I mean, I, well, I remember. I think the, the most um, prominent time was when he gave me his apple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope, that, I, hope, I hope that's not a euphemism for anything there. No, yeah, I probably should watch it again, really, because, um, like I said, I, have, I haven't watched it. So it was a long time ago. Yeah. And I wonder what I would think now if I watched it, because when I was doing it, it just seemed very low key, nothing yeah. really much. But in the greater scheme of things now, yeah, it's. It's so wrong, and you know, just any any slight thing like yeah. is so wrong. But at the time, you know, I didn't really see that it was anything. I, from what I remembered, I felt it was me making a bigger deal of it, and yeah. you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he doing wasn't com- the same. Yeah, but- he was. He wasn't really complicit in it. Um, no, no, but then, but then, like I say, maybe if I watch it back, I might think very differently now. Like I say, there's a, there's just a few things um, where you do see them walking around holding hands, not in not in school, but you see them holding hands. She's calling them by his first yeah, name yeah. and things, and or where she's waiting for, she waits for him by his yeah. car. And I was, did I get in his car? Did I sit in his car? I oh, yeah, the, the, that was the first before anything had really happened. He, he just gave her a lift home. Yeah, and that, that yeah. and. That was it, and then it all people started finding out, and he was, see, you know, they were seen together in the cafe. And what happened was, to him? Did he get sacked in the he, end? I he, can't even remember. He handed in his resignation, where 
Mrs. McCluskey was going to stand by him and support him because he still maintained nothing had happened and it was all platonic. And as you said there, it probably was more Faye than him. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it was totally platonic. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I, mu- I must watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> then Faye sadly failed her exams because of it. You know, she'd already, she'd already said she was going to leave Grangell after her O-levels so that he wouldn't be a teacher anymore. But then it all went massively awry and he resigned them and Faye failed at exams. Before we move on to the next series, in that time was, obviously we mentioned it was just say no. And you were, you featured quite heavily in, in that campaign. Yeah, There's... I did. Um, I did do quite a lot of singing on that. We, yeah. we had to audition, not, not audition, you know, as such. it was just an in-house sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, they were trying to work out who was going to be singing on, on the, um, the album um, and yeah, so we did some auditions um, and I did get to sing um, quite a lot. And one yeah. of them being School Love, yeah. <laughs> which was my Mr. King song. Well, that, that, that's what I'm going to ask you. Did they come to you and say, this is what you're going to do? Or did you have yeah, to? Um, yeah, I think, um, I think the songs were, you know, distributed out between us and... Um, right. We all went along to a recording studio and all, all you know, all got yeah. together and recorded all the songs together. Brilliant, brilliant. But then, yeah, it was in, good. It was, it was good. They just, in the, they just so, just say no single. You're in the video quite a lot. You're not in the main dance part, but you're doing like some sort of warm ups or you're doing some gymnastics bit. Or yeah, I'm not quite sure what that was something. all about. I've, I've, I've seen that replicated on some other. <laughs> Thing as well, and then of course, there was the White House trip, which you got to go on, yeah, amazing. But, but some people didn't. I know, <laughs> no, no, I know. I don't know why Lisa didn't get to go on it, and I don't know who, who picked. Well, I guess it was uh, Ron Smedley that picked, um, he was the producer at the time, right? Um. Yeah, no, I was really fortunate to to go there, and that's um, it's definitely one of my highlights of of my life, really. Yeah, it's not often that you know you go to the White House and um, meet Nancy, is it? No, no, definitely not. So, what was it like? It was amazing. It was it was really good. Um, just to you know go to New York and um, you know go go around and sing in the different stadiums in the Yankee stadiums. Um, just go and meet all the kids in the various different schools and speak to them about um, drugs. Not that any none of us had any um, any any sort of um, teaching or training on on yeah. how to go and speak to these kids. So it's a bit bit strange, really, how we just went off and spoke to the kids in in the schools for an anti drugs campaign, and none of us was trained in anything. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it highlighted drugs um, and. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty special thing to do, really. And I remember going to the White House and the dogs, we, we all went in in a coach and all the sniffer dogs came out and they were sniffing all around the coach and all around the wheels. And then, yeah. you know, just sort of coming onto the onto the coach and just sort of sniffing. It was it was quite amazing, really. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then. I'll have to ask you this. Um, I don't know. I don't know what answer you'll give me. The, uh, obviously, years later, a story came out where someone had said that they they smoked a joint in the White House. Do you know anything about that? No, <laughs> no never. I've never heard that before. I mean, I've heard lots of different stories, but I've never right. heard that one. So that's yeah. the first. 
Yeah, no. Um, but no, I mean, really, the fact that the dogs was around the um, the the coach that wouldn't have it would have been impossible to have smuggled anything into yeah. the White House anyway. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. And then I, I was told the story by Ricky about Melissa Wilkes. Just as you were all about to leave, she said that she really needed the toilet and everyone got really angry with her. And when she came back, she went, I never really. I just wanted to say I've been to the toilet in the White House. Um, because, <laughs> because it's not every it's not everything. You don't always get a chance to do that. Do you? No, no. Um, okay. So then we'll just we move on then to series 10, which was your final series 1987 this one went out and it was all about the sixth form and look at you know most of most people had stayed on going into the sixth form and Faye had failed her at at the first go Um, so she was resitting them but also in that series was another trip which was the barge trip which is a massive favourite of Grangeville fans What, what was that like from your point of view? Again, it was brilliant just to all be away and staying together. Um, uh-huh. they, they were like little mini holidays. Yeah. So, again, yeah, the fact that we was all away, um, yeah, just having a really nice time. I, I, you know, I, I don't remember that much about it. I just remember the longboat and the scenes just outside the boat. Yeah. Um, did we ever, did we go to a disco or something? I think that's well? how it finishes off. That's how it finishes. Go, yeah, go yeah. That, I like... really just vaguely remember it. As I say, I always need Lisa with me because Lisa tells me <laughs> the stuff, and then I'm like, "Oh yeah," but maybe I should have watched um, watched the uh, the videos before um, some videos <laughs> oh, DVDs now, aren't they? Yeah, I should or, have watched the DVDs so I knew what you was on about. <laughs> yeah, that was in Coventry. Everyone tells me that one. It was a couple of weeks or a week or so, and there's a story about Tim Polly getting locked out of the digs that you were in because you all had care a few times but because he was 18 he, <laughs> someone I think it was Sarah McGlasson said that she looked out the window when he was climbing up the the drain pipe trying to get back in to because he'd been locked oh, out really? <laughs> oh Tim uh, was lovely Tim Tim Polly yeah he was um one, one of our favorites as well we yeah. always used to hang about because we lived quite near as well so we right. always traveled up on the train together yeah and I mean I imagine around that time 87 you must have all been at, at the age for like going out and stuff as well. Like, and I just yeah. think you, you must have had a ball there, like on, on nights we out. We did. We did. I mean, when I think about it now, we had all the different passes into all the different clubs. So we literally used to go like Hippodrome, Stringfellas, Limelight. It was the three of them in, in a little <laughs> triangle. We'd go to one, then go to the next. And we had the we had our like platinum gold cards or whatever. And we knew the bouncers. So we yeah. literally had a ball. Yeah. I mean, Lee, Lee Sparks told me that a couple of times. He said, go on, because obviously he left by then. But obviously he was dating Lisa at the time and he said, going out with you lot, he said it was just a, a gold pass into anywhere he wanted to get into. Like, so, <laughs> I mean, that, that must have been great there. And that, uh, Faye only passed one one reset, didn't she, um, on that one? She only got one pa- pass in her resets and it, it, school didn't work out the way she, she wanted to. So she started designing jewellery, making jewellery and stuff. And there's a, another scene where, again, a... a the heart gets ripped out because she she meets Mr. King again and he turns up with his new girlfriend. And, and again, it's just poor old face. She couldn't catch a break there, could she? Um, with oh, that no, one. I didn't have much luck, did I? No. <laughs> and then, so towards the end, there was a couple of things. 
you've said there about all being together. There was a couple of uh, big sort of stories towards the end where all the cast was sort of together. And one was the Radio Grange Hill sitting story where they were they, they sort of locked themselves in the Grange, the Radio Grange Hill studio. And then there was the cricket match as well. And for those of you who are listening, Alison's looking at me like she's got absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no here. idea about a cricket match or so, um, so I may I may as well move on. In fact, they, that may well get edited <laughs> out of out of, the, <laughs> out of the interview. So then that was your time sort of up on Grange Hill. Then after I think it's about 80 or so episodes, 89 episodes on Grange Hill. Wow, what? was it? What, what yeah. I was in 89. 89. Was that, right, I have to say that's according to IMDb, which I know isn't the, the exactly the most reliable source of information. Is that a bit like Wikipedia? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I, IMDb once had you down as starting in an episode of the IT crowd, which I know for a fact you weren't in. <laughs> but but that but yeah. it, it's not there anymore. But it was there at one point. So then after Grange Hill, you carried on acting actually there's one thing i need to talk to you about a, a program that was filmed you filmed while you were still on grange hill called secrets out now i think it was oh, a right. yeah. it was a kids tv program do you remember much about that um let's think uh, was it a series? It was Secrets Out. It was it was like a game show. It was like a like a quiz. Oh that one was with was that with Johnny Ball? Yeah 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 yeah, I, I can't remember much about it, but I've just, just, I mean, it's really weird that you just said that. I yeah. wouldn't have even known that. So I had, I, I had a look on, I was obviously looking on IMDb and it mentioned it. So I had a look for it and weirdly memories came back. So it was like, it was a bit like Call My Bluff, I think, where someone came on and you had to ask them questions about what the job was or what the... See, and, and to me, I don't know what it was. It just seems strange that they just went to Grey Jill and said, right, you, you, you and you, come and be on this quiz programme. So I think Ricky it's was me, on. Now you mention it, I mean, I wouldn't have even known because, like I say, my memory is so bad. Yeah. Um, and that would have been over 30 years ago. Yeah. But I do remember Johnny Ball. Like, so I, I would have forgotten that. But yeah. now you're talking to me about it. It's coming back. And I do remember a particular episode because I always say the wrong thing. I always <laughs> speak before I think. And I remember saying to one of the contestants something about, so um, have you got wind? <laughs> and I meant like, was there, do you need wind or something like And everyone just <laughs> fell about laughing. And then, of course, I realised what I'd said. Um, so, yeah, I do remember that. But that's pretty much all I remember about right. it. Okay. I remember the the music, um, you know, the um, the music was quite quite snappy as well. I remember, but that's about it, really. Right. Okay, <laughs> all right. And then, so eighty seven was obviously we mentioned the year you left Grange Hill, but it was also the year of the Zeebrugger ferry disaster, and you sang on the charity record of Let It Be, and yeah. it's a massive ensemble. And I know it was it, it was a really sad thing that. It, you were raising the, the money for but what was it like recording that because you were with like massive names of the time weren't you so what, what yeah, was it like I mean, recording it was that? Brilliant. I loved I've always loved singing so right. um to, to get in there and do that I mean uh, I can't really remember the the 
some of the people that was there. I know um, what his name was, wasn't he? Um, who was married to Paula Yates? Um, Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. Yeah, Bob I know Geldof. he was there. Yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember sort of touching shoulders with with lots of different people and thinking like, wow. But I just loved the singing. I was just like. I loved the sound that it made with, you know, the chorus. It was brilliant. And, yeah, yeah it was quite a um, – I mean, again, you just forget about all these things. So um, just, you know, remind you reminding me of that. It was like, yeah, that, that was a really yeah. cool I'm, thing to do. There was I'm, lots of really cool things, actually, that I forget. Um, I know we sang – can't remember what. It was some sort of – I don't know why even. But we sang at the Albert Hall as well. Um, right. I can't. I don't even know why we were there or who who I was with, really. But I know we sang at the Al- Royal Albert right. Hall, and that was a pretty pretty thing. But you weren't. But you well. you weren't part of Grange Hill the musical, were you? The stage show. No, no, right. no. Okay, I'm just looking now at the list of people who were on Let It Be, and so there was Paul McCartney, Boy George, Banana Rama, Mark Knopfler, Mel and Kim, Errol Brown, and then. Wow. When you when you go through it, there's just there's just so many, so many people yeah, there. I remember all standing in the recording studio, and we were all just, just all yeah. I remember it quite clearly. The fact that we were all just standing in the recording studio, and I yeah. remember this thing where you hold the um hold the ear <laughs> things. I'd probably watched them do that, so I thought, oh, I'll do that, and I know <laughs> that I did it. I did it on the album as well. So right. yeah, <laughs> when, when when you watch the Just Say No video, that's. That's the one thing that's that I always remember about you is you holding on to onto the headphones. Yeah, like I this. think I'd um, you know, the various different singing things that I did, I'd just always watch people doing that and then that's what I ended up doing. Right. Okay. So like I said, you know, you did uh, sort of carry on uh, acting. And one sort of I think is a big thing was when you were in Civvy Street, which was the yeah, East that Enders. Was, that was that was a really big thing um, to, to be able to play the role of Ethel. Yeah. Um, that was pretty special, really. Um, and yeah, it was it was great. Um, great to do it. Um, you know, everyone was brilliant. So what, what, what was the yeah, what, was, what was the premise of of Sibby Street? It Sorry. was um, it was during the world. I don't know if it was World War. I guess it was World War Two, was it? Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. That, that, would, yeah, that would make uh, sense. Don't yeah. think it'd be one. Um, so yeah, um, and it was the bombings, and um, you know the London bombings, um, and that she was she was part. You know, Ethel as as a young child was was around in the at the time, and um, her house got um, bombed. Um, yeah, so I think you know where we were singing in the. Um, in the underground um right. and then i think we it was a christmas special actually so then we all got together um and, and did the you know i had our christmas day together um uh-huh. i think that was with linda robson as well um right. yeah no that that was um a really great thing to do okay and then i'm just looking through there was a couple of things there was a series called no strings where you played the character you were in a few episodes i don't think you, were, you don't think you were in every episode but you were in yeah, I think it was a pilot actually. Um, right. I think that was Jean Marsh. Does that name ring a bell? Is it so. Jean Marsh? Jean, someone. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a pilot, and it didn't didn't take off really. Um, right. Just yeah, just another little sitcom really. Uh huh. And then, is it true that you were in the film Buddy Song with the yeah. Chesney Hawks? Chesney Hawks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I was just um, yeah, just one of the um, 
I don't know, one of the groupies, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, what was that one? Because was, was, was it just with Chesney Hawks, was it? Or was Roger Daltrey well, there? Roger Daltrey well? was there as well, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just, um, you know, one of the girls in the crowd, really. It was, right. You know, no, no major thing, but it was, you know, probably, I don't know, a week's filming or something like right. that, a couple of days filming. Cool. Okay. And then a couple of years later, you were with Ruth Carraway in closing numbers i think it was it was called cool. yeah that was um yeah that was a, a little film we did um yeah me and ruth did that together so that was brilliant our yeah. scenes were together as well so that was really all good. right okay oh, cool. yeah and then an episode of london's burning is your final sort of acting yeah i think London's burning and the bill. Um, right. that, but like, I think all us lot was doing the same thing, really. Right. If you did Grain Jill, you'd done London's burning and you'd done the bill. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then, as I say, that's your last sort of acting credit. Would I did you... a few commercials as well. I did um, some commercials with the kids, which was great. Um, right. I did um, a, uh, what was it, a Haven Holiday commercial with. Oh, right. um, with the three boys actually so I've got four children um yes. and that was really nice so we all went up for the audition um uh-huh. and then they called us back and said oh can your husband come as well because right. it might be that we can use you all so we went back and um and Dean came along and they didn't want him, <laughs> they didn't right. choose him. and then he was most offended because they stuck me with this really tall fella who was bald um, and that was my husband instead of Dean. So, but again, yeah, we went away for the week, um, me and the three kids, and we did filming um, at one of the Haven holidays. Um, so that was nice to have actually done um, a commercial with the boys. Yeah. There's another advert, actually, just when you said that then, I just remembered, was it with Andrea Boardman? Was it, oh, yeah. Oil, Oil of You, like, was Oil it? Of you, I always yeah. remember that one. Yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a, that was a, a good one. And one yeah. of my lines was, Bizarrely, I can remember the line. I can't never remember anything, but I know that one of my lines was, my face looks like my elbow. <laughs> God knows what that's supposed to mean, but that's one. that was one of my lines, and I can still really... Do you know what, really though? The, the, thing, the thing I always found strange about that was, it was just like someone with an accent like yours and then someone quite scouse like Andrea Boardman on going on this night out, and I'm thinking, where on it? Yeah. How on earth does that happen? Like, but yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's what I always remember. Was it a conscious effort to move away from from acting? Well, do you know what it was? I was going for stuff, um, and again, I went for a, an audition, um, a, co- a commercial with one of my sons, and um, they used my son and put him with another mum right. and said that I wasn't like I didn't look like a mum so I really struggled to come out of the child actress and go into you know as an adult um the transit the transition was quite difficult because Uh I was tiny I was you know I remember I say to my daughter now because she's always saying oh I can't stand being this skinny and and I said Millie I was the same as you I was I weighed seven stone three when I fell pregnant with my first child. So I was very small. um, And so when I was going for auditions to, to play not a, not a child anymore, I couldn't get an adult role. Right. So it seemed that um, it was a bit pointless, you know, and then I just got a bit um, fed up really just Uh being told that I never looked old enough. I remember I went for one commercial actually, um, and I, I think I'd done all my hair as quite big and tried to 
look older again. And um, I remember, you know, they, they were all keen and then they said to me, how old are you? And I don't know how old I must have said, I don't know. I don't know how old I would have said, 16, 17, I don't know. And then the casting director said, you've just lost yourself the job now. And I remember thinking, well, why didn't you tell me how old you wanted? I mean, how ridiculous yeah. is that? If I yeah. looked old enough and they were happy to use me, then ask me my age. What, yeah. what is the point? But, to, you know, to be honest, I, be, I became to be really quite disillusioned with it all and just uh -huh. thought how ridiculous it was. Um, and, and there was actually another commercial that I went with the three boys and they were really cute little kids. They was all like white hair, little wedgies. Um, I dressed them all the same. So all three of them looked the same. And we um, we were up for the um, the OXO commercial. All right. And we'd been backwards and forwards two or three times. I'd seen the kids. Sit, and then they said, we're going to do a recce. We're going to come to your house to see you know, if we can use use your house or I don't know what they was coming for. But anyway, right. I was going to come to the house. I never really go into do much detail and find <laughs> out. I'm just like, yeah, come come around. You know, I never really um, I never really look too far ahead of anything. It's right. just I'm quite easy going. So anyway, um, anyone who knows me knows my life is chaos but it's organized chaos right okay so I had a Dalmatian at the time and he was really scatty as well um so you know having three kids they were all young I think um it might have been something like um age sort of eight five and two or something or even a bit younger so the three uh -huh. boys was together it might have even been a bit younger so you can imagine three three small children um so they came to the house and I thought, right, I said to my mum, mum, you're going to have to take the dog to your house because I can't have the dog. He'll be knocking everyone over. His towel whips everyone. <laughs> and I, I went home and I tidied up and there was it was absolutely spotless. The table was yeah. all clean with me flowers on the table and all the kids' toys was put in away, you know, put away so no one would trip up. And they came round and it was like they had a look around. I don't really know. They I opened the cupboard and there was um, Bisto, or it was the opposite one to what it <laughs> right, been. Okay. Oh, sorry, and I just shut the cupboard again. But you know, <laughs> anyway, and so it was a bit, bit crazy, really. And then, and then I heard that I didn't get it because um, it wasn't like authentic and chaos enough. But if they had wanted that, I would yeah. have just left it, yeah. and I wouldn't have done the tidying up. But anyway, so yeah, that was that was that, and it, it would have been a great. Um, a great commercial because it was very long running and it would have uh -huh. seen the boys growing up but yeah it wasn't to be and um yeah it's just me and tidying up really <laughs> right but one of your lads is acting isn't he he was right. um so all of them have done bits really just right. very small but albert he's uh, my youngest boy who's now 24 uh -huh. he um he did um the empty child doctor who yeah Right. So yeah, that was um, a couple of um, episodes, and it was—I think it was voted as one of one of the best episodes. Oh, and he's right. actually okay. got a little character made of himself, so it's a little something nice to keep. But um, he was about eight years old at the time. Oh, right. So okay. he probably looked about five or six. Um, and I remember he went to school, and he came home, and he was all excited. He said, "Mum, I've got all these friends." And everyone wants to be my friend. And I just, it was like, do, 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 yeah. no, no, you're not, uh, that's it. You're not doing it anymore. Uh -huh. I mean, I didn't literally say that's it. You're not doing it anymore. But in my mind, I'd made up my mind that 
I I didn't want my kids to go through the same life that I'd had. Not that right. I had a bad life. Uh-huh. Um, I just wanted them to be normal. And I went through a stage in my life where I just wanted to be normal, uh-huh. whatever normal is. I know there's no such thing as normal. Yeah. But I just, I, you know, at the time when I felt it, I just remember saying, I want to be normal. I just want to be a secretary in London, just just doing normal things, not yeah. being recognised, um, just, just blending in with everyone else and not... Uh-huh. You know, just yeah. So I took the decision to stop any of the kids doing any of it. Right. Okay. So what do you do now then? Um, well, I've done a few various different bits and pieces. <laughs> right, okay. But currently I'm studying, um, I'm doing a degree um uh-huh. to be a counsellor. Oh, right, okay. So I'm on my fourth year now. I've got another two years left. Right. So it is tough. And obviously, because I've not got an academic background due right. to my Chessington <laughs> days, <laughs> um, I left school with not one exam, right. not one. So last year, I went back to school and I've now got um, an English GCSE. Oh, brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I had to re, re, uh, revisit school, which is really, really difficult. Um, yeah. And I'm, as I say, four years into a degree now. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, there, there is something else I just wanted to talk to you about regarding air television and Grange Hill. 2005, you were approached in a shopping centre by Justin Lee Collins. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that like? Well, I had a phone call um, from, obviously, Justin um, Lee Collins's people uh-huh. and it said would you do this program would you come and be interviewed um and I was like oh I don't really do interviews I'm not it's not you know I just lead my private life really and they said oh no it's for um Australia it won't be shown here right, so I, I right. thought oh, okay I could maybe do that really and so I said where do you want to meet um and they said do you want to meet at Lakeside because that's you know that was near to where I was living uh-huh. so I thought yeah I'll do that so I just had my daughter um, she was six weeks old at the time. Um, so um, I remember that because I remember um, still carrying um, a bit of weight from, from my daughter and thinking, <laughs> I hope they don't still think I'm pregnant. Right. Um, okay. But anyway, so off I went to Lakeside and I got to a lift and out jumped Justin Lee, Justin Lee Collins. Right. And and like I'm not really you know I don't really recognize all these people because as I say I don't really watch a lot of telly but I thought sure I'm sure I recognize you (laughs) um anyway I got sort of speaking to him and um he said look you know we've got you now because it was it basically they jumped out on me and I was recording that was it yeah so um it was like what what do you want to do do you want to just leave it or or what and I just thought you know what you got me now so and then so they ended up coming around and and did this interview um and yeah so that that was that was all right really I I did an interview with him um yeah that that was just a bit of a I weren't meant to do that either (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) but then obviously that that you know that led to you then Going, was it the Hippodrome, was it, somewhere? And, yeah, we'd, we've had a few um, get-togethers now, like right. reunions. Um, I mean, I still see Lisa. We, we go for lunch. I still see Julianne. Um, so per, on a personal level, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't really see any of the others as such. I mean, I, I might see Erkan on an event or Lee, yeah. you know, where they're doing events. Um, I do speak to Erkan actually um, now from time to time. Uh-huh. Um, but Julianne and, and Lisa, you know, we are friends um, and right. still friends. So um, as for any of the others, really. Um, oh, Nadia. See, I hadn't seen Nadia for... 30 years and and we were really really close I mean you know we grew up together Um, and then we did one of these um, the events um, it was you know one of the Grain Jill events which I don't usually do as a rule Um, and um, and Nadia was there so that was absolutely amazing yeah after 30 years of not seeing her to see her it was really amazing so now I do speak we, we did meet up, um, but, you know, like Nadia's busy with work. I've got the kids and obviously I'm doing this degree. Yeah. Um, I also help my son out. Um, he's got um, a fruit and veg business. He's um, oh, right. just, just randomly left his um, <laughs> IT job in London because he felt he wanted to do something different. Um, this was, you know, five years ago now. Um, and so he's got it's called Valentine's Fruit and Veg. Oh, right. Okay. So, um, so, you know, I help him out on, on that now. So I might jump in the van and do some deliveries oh, or really? do a bit of sales stuff. Yeah, yeah, whatever he needs me to do, really. Because I, I think you look exactly the same as you did when you were in Grange Hill. Do you get recognised? Oh, <laughs> do you get um, recognised? I do, yeah, I do. It's, it, I mean, I, I, like, I find it quite amazing how people would recognise me, like, you know, I started when I was 10. I'm now 53. Right. I just don't know how people recognise me. No, I, I, um, I think you look exactly the same, Genu- genuinely. Well, I, I would have put some makeup <laughs> on and watched the air if I'd have known it was going to be. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I do find it quite unbelievable how I am still recognised because it was so long ago. And when you think I was a 10-year-old child yeah. and there I'm, an, you know, a mature <laughs> lady... I find it quite bizarre how people still recognise me, to be quite oh. honest. I, sub- I used to not talk because that would give it away. Yeah, um, right, it's okay. My voice is pretty much the same, although it's not as squeaky as it was <laughs> when I was at Chessington. Um, but that would give it away, really, as soon as I talked. Right, um, okay. Lots of time people just say things like, I went to school with you. What school did you go to? You name all these different schools. Um, no, it wasn't that school. Where do you live? No, it's not that. And then I kind of tend to leave and ponder him, really. Right. Okay. I just just got a few more questions just to ask. Yeah, there's been talk recently of a Grange Hill movie. You know, it's in the pipeline and they're, they're writing it as we speak. Phil Redman's involved. Do you think we'd see a return of Faye Lucas? Um, I don't know. I'd have to see, really. I'd have to see what it was all about. Um, I really don't know. Um, I mean, what would I be? The nan? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea what they've got in mind. Um, right. I am a nan, actually. <laughs> right, okay. I, um, my, my eldest son, I've got little Freddie now, so um, I'm a very proud nanny. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, when, when I think, oh, because I did hear some stuff like you could be a nan, and I did think a nan, <laughs> but actually I am a nan. <laughs> so we'll wait and see. Okay, then. So just uh, me last, these are the same three questions that I ask everyone at the end of, of an interview. So other than Faye Lucas, who was your favourite character in Grange Hill? Um, 
I think it'd have to be Annette, really. Right. Because, as I say, she did really fun things. Yeah. Um, and she was a bit naughty. She she did, you know, she did some cool stuff, really, whereas mine was all a little bit... Well, I thought it was all a little bit boring until you've given me a few <laughs> reasons. <laughs> and now I'm thinking maybe I wasn't as boring. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Definitely not. No, because I... You know, I've just said that you look exactly the same, and Faye is instantly recognisable. Do you know what I mean? And you, you, Faye was probably, you know, a lot of people's fate one of a lot of people's favourite characters. Well, I always just usually say it's because there wasn't nothing else on the telly. We only had four channels yeah. back in the day, yeah. So it was just like that's what you watched, and um, you know, there was a dark one, dark hair, and a blonde hair. Yeah. So you know, it was yeah. each of the two. So. <laughs> So if, if you couldn't have played Faye, you would have liked to have played Annette. Yeah, I think that would have been good fun. She definitely had seemed to have more fun than what I did. Right. Okay. Excellent. And then, so then the final question, uh, it's the same one I ask everyone. Why do you think there's still such affection for Grange Hill? Um, hmm. I think maybe, I mean, it's certain around, it's certainly around my age and, and our era. Uh -huh. Um Again, I think, you know, th there wasn't much on the telly. We had the four channels to watch. And and because it was on for so long, I mean, um, I understand it was on for about 25 years. 30. But 30. was it? Yeah. I knew you'd know. Um, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, God, 30 years for a yeah. programme to be on. That is, like, pretty mammoth, really. Um, uh -huh. So I think everyone has grown up with everyone and and you just feel part of their life. Yeah. Um, you know, people I went to school and people felt they went to school with me. Uh -huh. Um, and and you know, likewise with all the others, we all we all kind of went to school together, even though it was only us little lot. Yeah. Um, we, we all went to school together and we all grew up together, really. And yeah, it, you know, we covered some 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 really interesting um stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can only imagine it was that really. It's it's a bit of nostalgia, in it. It's yeah, the definitely. Nostalgia. Definitely, definitely. But other than that, I have no reason why. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, that that that's brilliant, Alison. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, thank you, thank you for asking me. No, not at all, not at all. No, I I have had quite a few people saying, you know, when are you getting Faye Lucas on? Like, so I'm, I'm made up that you've uh, you, you've been able. Well, to I just on. wish that I knew what happened in some of the episodes a lot more <laughs> because um, honestly, I I've really got such a bad memory. And well, um, thank I'm, you for triggering some of the memories. Well, listen now, you can put your degree to one side, and you need to go and learn more Green Jill now. Okay, so oh, well, I wish I could put it to one side. That that's it's honestly at the moment it's the bane of my life. I've got so many assignments. If you knew how many books I've got standing there that I'm trying to read, um, and as I say, academic is is not my thing or academia, should I say? Um, so I'm trying my best, but um, just goes to show we can all we can all do anything if we yeah, if we try. Definitely, we'll listen. Best of luck with that. Thank you so I, much. I really, really, really hope it, it works for you. That, um, that'd be great. But listen, yeah. Well, I just hope that I can help some people um, that, you know, truly need yeah. help with, with what's going on with all of the, you know, Ukraine and yeah. all of the horrible stuff and COVID. If, if yeah. I can help someone, then, then that'd be good. 
Marvellous, marvellous. Well, listen, once again, thank you so much for coming on. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, it's, it's been brilliant listening to your, your sides, even though I've probably said more than you have about some of the things as well. <laughs> I think you know more than what I do. <laughs> um, but no, it, it has. It, 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 it's been really, really great speaking to you. So, you know, thank you so thank much. Thank you, thank you. And for those I'll be you... listening to this back and cringing. I know I will be on that. <laughs> Oh, my God, what was I on about? Oh, excellent, excellent. And for (laughs) anyone who's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye -bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.